On this episode of the Faded Golf Podcast, John and I talk a little bit about some pro golf, uh, recent happenings since the U.S. Open, as well as we move into our favorite and least favorite golf formats of the summer, from the scramble to the match play, season-long match play. And lastly, we end tasting a couple IPAs. I've got this one about two balls out to the right. I'm telling you, man, it's a speed putt. Hey guys, real quick, just wanted to give a shout out to Fanatics. Of course, uh, fanatics.com where you can get your officially licensed everything. We've got spring, uh, not spring, sorry. <laughs> of course, got we have training camp, NFL training camp coming up. I know that uh, Fanatics has been sending out, you know, get your all your training camp gear for your favorite NFL team. And of course, the NFL is hot and heavy right now. And recently, this was the craziest week probably in the NBA. So if your favorite player just moved teams, Go out and get your stuff at fanatics.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 32 of the Faded Golf Podcast. I'm Mark Juline, uh, joined, as always, with Mr. John Falkenberg. John, hello, sir. How you doing, sir? Good. Did, you hear, my, so- did, you, did you hear my drink? Just rattle? Your little, little, a little jiggle. We're doing yeah. something a little unique for this podcast. We're doing it through Anchor because because we've we been busy, not. as you as any of our loyal followers have noticed. Um, we've had to take a few weeks off. We've had between business, uh, travel, and some family vacations and some things like that. We just haven't had the chance to get together. And we also realized that hey, you know what? So what if we can't get together? The beauty of the platform we use, Anchor allows us to uh, record from afar or a distance. And so uh, that's what we're doing. Very um, clear. Very clear. It's actually not too bad, um, the quality. So hopefully it, hopefully you all don't notice a big difference in the quality. But uh, we're getting one out because we felt like it's been too long since we've talked some golf and recorded it. So appreciate everybody listening. And uh, hopefully we didn't lose you. I'll try to promote this uh, through social channels to remind people that we actually do this shit. But um, yeah, you know the, the the upside is we actually have gotten to play a little bit of golf. Just haven't True. had time to talk, talk and chew the fat on golf. But yeah, well, I know, think as you and I talked about, like in the last one, as it relates to pro golf, you know, we we pretty much get excited about the majors. We didn't do a follow-up on the U.S. Open. Um, but, you know, Gary Woodland obviously really dominated Pebble, which was awesome. Um, I, I loved, by the way, I loved, we and you and I have talked about this off there, I loved the California West Coast golf watching, like, primetime golf. That was awesome. I agree. They should, they should just do the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach every year. I'd be fine with know. it. I think the, the no laying up guys – would, uh, would 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 disagree with you a lot with the, having the U.S. Open there ever again. Did you listen to their podcast? No, Man, they, were, they were they they were knocking the U.S. Really? Or, uh, Pebble Beach. Yeah, was it because it wasn't hard enough or what? I guess. Yeah, I, just, I was like, I mean, geez, they Who they cares? Think, they think they set it up to where it was just not hard. Enough. I was like, guys, I mean, it was it was tough. I mean, look, they, they can't factor in the weather was great because yeah. usually usually you have, like, gusty Wind. winds. Yeah, and right. They didn't have that. I mean, like, no. I mean, come on, guys. They can't figure it all well, out. But I like, mean, and they had, the, what, the PGA up at Whistling, and it wasn't windy when, you know, when they had that a couple times. And, you know, so it's just you can't bank on some of that kind of stuff. And at the same time, I'm like, who gives a crap if these guys shoot under par? Like, I don't care. Like, I want to see them get birdies. <laughs> Sorry. See, that's kind of like the, the discussion they had. Like, do you want to see birdies or do you want to see them just freaking struggle their ass off? They didn't feel like they, they didn't feel like they didn't feel like they struggled. Enough. Eh, whatever. To me, like, okay, I, I heard, I heard uh, Matt Fitzpatrick is like, or his quote was, um, you know, they didn't, they didn't set up hard enough. It was like, if that wind was up 15 miles mm-hmm. an hour, those guys would have complained. Oh, yeah 
because they would have been going into that deeper crap more often and whatever it it is what it is congrats to gary woodland he's a deserving guy who's been playing really uh good golf there and i know that's been all shoot it's been so many weeks now it's hard to give him a congrats but we're going to do that on our show because i think gary's gary's a good dude as well he's a good dude and but i mean he was he deserved it he was playing so well oh yeah he was on fire and he's kind of guy. I thought could match like pound for pound uh, to Brooks Koepka. I mean, he oh, well, yeah, he, he hits it a long way. He hit, he can hit that just wicked stinger. If it was windy, I think he could have been a good contender to as well. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, no, that's cool. Um, more recently though, there's been some other good golf uh, this past week. Um, uh, Matthew Wolf with the, uh, most Jim Furiesky swing you'll see on tour. Um, you kind of uh, sound like at, the you kind of like you sounded like the teacher in Team Wolf. <laughs> uh, he but he's got it's not a pretty looking swing by any means. And if you uh, and he's twenty years old, the guy just got, what he just got through his sophomore year of college, went pro. It's his third pro tournament. That's that was really that was really loud. Your your drink there, that was awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, twenty years old, third pro tournament. Now he's basically guaranteed, you know, uh, positions in tournaments for two years. Gets to go Masters. I think he gets to go to the British as well um, after that win. So like, has that's... Hovland has Hovland secured his card? Uh, I don't think so, but I think he's going to keep getting because of his placements of top tens, top twenties. I think he's, um, he keeps getting invite invites. So, I mean, he's, I mean, overall in the college career, he's been better. Well, that, that's my thing. I think he's the better golfer, but, um, that clutch putt that Wolf had on 18, uh, to win off the green. I mean, DeChambeau is walking to the driving range to kind of like loosen up a little bit, you know, hit it or putting green or wherever he was going to get ready for a playoff. And some guy yells, he made it. And he turns around. He's like, he made it. Oh my God. <laughs> he, how far was the putt? Oh dude, he was off the green on the fringe, like on the collar. It was probably a 22 footer. Oh, I mean, it was uh, not like a, it was wow. no gimme. Wow. Yeah, for e- for Eagle. That's 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 impressive. Yeah, it was it was really impressive. So, um that's pretty cool. I um, you know what? I just I had just thought of something. He so he won with an Eagle? Yeah. Guess what I did tonight? See Um let me guess. You won with an Eagle? There you go. Number 17 in the match. We both Solid had matches. Dude. Mark and I both had matches tonight. Yeah. And uh, Mark had a singles match. I had my my team match. Uh, the the old buddy. The, the old buddy. Mark. Yep, I, my the Founders Cup. Mark shot. Uh, what did you shoot? Seventy two. Shot a nice even par. Three bogeys, three birdies. Uh, I I won on my last hole with a bogey, on, and he even had a stroke on that hole. That one went well for me. What hole was that? Sixteen. Uh, sixteen. Yep. He hit one in the fairway bunker by the, the lake and then proceeded to hit the lip of the bunker on the way out, and it careened into the pond. It was awesome. You mean 15? Uh, sorry, 15. Yes, 15. Okay. All right. Yep. So, yeah, you took care of business pretty quick. That was pretty easy, and I, I had missed the green. I didn't even care about getting up and down because it was like I pretty much had won the thing. So. Um, wow. Yeah. How far? Where was your drive? Uh, I think I had like 100. 45 in or something it wasn't it was kind of leaked right so i didn't cut off the dog leg as much they, they had the tees back there on that hole today though I cleared it so cleared that one 115 in uh on that hole it was you it was were a good drowned in it dude pound pound in it par 5 17 135 in and then the eagle the hole to close it out for the match it's good stuff man then That's i finished 18 stuff. and shot a one under par so it was a it was a good day um, so speaking, speaking of good days, speaking of stuff, I think this, we'll just kind of segue into our topic of the week, which is, um, you know, you're obviously as amateur players, there's a number of different formats that we play in throughout the season. 
And I'm, I'm curious, John, like of, of all the formats. So we've got like, for example, we've got, you know, the old buddy season long match play. We've got the singles season long match play um, <clears throat> upcoming this weekend. We have the member member. There's been member guest outings. I played in one uh, a, a few weeks ago. Um, uh, there's obviously scramble, you know, I mean, some of my best golf comes in those let's, let's go through these different formats and maybe we can try to narrow it down to one that we like I the think... most. Let's, let's start with what we just did today. Let's start with season long match. I think, play. I think I want to, um, I want to, for me, the single season long match play, um, totally sucks i i don't like it i actually don't know why i sign up for it uh again um this this is what my third season i think playing in it now and it's like it, it can be absolute torture if you are paired up with somebody who like is not like today the guy i got paired up with said really nice guy decent player um he didn't like scream and yell or get angry or anything like that. And he seemed to be, uh, you know, pretty tolerant of getting his ass kicked. So like that went all right, but like scheduling these matches with another individual and then, um, and then not really necessarily knowing who you're going to play, man, it, it's, it's rough. It has to be one of my least favorite formats. So I think it, it, it preps it a little bit like with, like, Mark, did you belong to another club before this? So No, I haven't. I belonged to another club before this, and they set it up to where – similar where, like, you had to set up your matches at the timing, and I get that. The scheduling's tough. Um, but they flighted it, meaning yeah. they put, like, the oh. 1 to 6 handicaps together. They did the 7 yeah. to 11s, and then so on and so on, and then they had a final four. And I, that, there's another there's another reason that, that, this that form, the format here sucks as well. And, yeah. Yeah. So ours is just all jumbled together. And I yep. just 90, I, don't, I don't like I think you play 90 percent handicaps, but still. It's and crazy. I love I love our our head pro Kyle. He's been on our show and I love the guy. But I just that was a good goal there. Um, the, I, I just don't like how we're like. I play like we had. I had my individual match last week. I shot a seventy-four, and I and I lose on seventeen versus you know a, a great guy. I love the guy. You know he's eleven handicap, and you know he played okay, but I have to hit like birdies and birdies and birdies just to even stay in it. You shot better than your handicap and lost when you're only a three. You know I like that. Like you're your room for error is nothing. And if you get, yeah, you get a guy that's even shoots his handicap, essentially um, you, you're, you're host, you're host. You're absolutely host. Well, I mean, he doesn't even have to shoot his handicap. That's the problem. Like he just needs to shoot. Like if he catches me on one hole that he doesn't pop and like he does better. And then the other holes, yeah. he gets a pop. Yeah. I mean, bars or birdies. That's just, you know, how much harder yeah. a birdie is than a bar. Well, you know, and I was talking about that today in that, especially on the stroke holes. So think about the holes that you have to give strokes on. They're the toughest holes. So getting a par on the toughest hole is nowhere near as difficult as getting a birdie not even, on the toughest not holes. Think of 15 to birdie yes. that hole. That is one of the toughest holes to birdie to get one even close to that pin. And yet, uh, you know, I'm just trying to get out of there with a par. I, it just, it's really challenging. And on and our course, the, both the par fives are uh, like the four and the, um, they're, they're two of the, you know, tougher, they're maybe one of the top four pole or, you know, toughest holes in the front nine. What, I'm like, which hole? What, how the, is that? The, both par fives. Oh yeah, they're tough. Seven and five. They're tough. Now they got a ton of water on them, but it's like, geez, I definitely have to birdie those to give myself a chance. <laughs> I mean, I love, you know, I, you're going to lose with a par. Well, those don't, those are not the ones that bother me. It's um, like four 
are number four when people get a pop on that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah, stupid. It's not a it's not a long hole, and it it's not easy to every, and, Even a bad golfer has worst case scenario a wedge or a nine iron in. You know, even a guy who doesn't hit it far, it's not. It's anyway. That's our golf course. Our, well, I, here's, I think here's, that if we flighted it, it, I might enjoy the format better. I won't, but I, I don't think I'm going to play the individual next year unless it's flighted. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I think yeah. because, like, if you beat me, you beat me. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I really. Uh, yeah, if Matt Pate beats me or Chad, you know. Yeah. Well, even if I played uh, like Johnny or like uh, McEwen, who are both like fives, yeah, I'd still be like, hey, those guys beat me because they got like one stroke aside or, you know, three strokes for the whole day or whatever. And it's like, OK, I can deal with that. But when you're having to give a guy eight, seven to 12 strokes, you know, it's with like, a decent God. golfer. Like some guy. Well, and there are there are some decent tens out here. Like there are some guys that are like eight, nine, tens that you're like, dude. I'm... Yeah, if you run into Feller, he's a ten right now. Just you're just just turn around yeah. right now and say, hey. If he has iron covers and is a ten, I mean, forget it. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the buddy one. Now this is not flighted, which I'm totally fine with, uh, to a degree. Um, mainly, however, there are so many people that play in this. I think they could actually flight it with combined handicaps, um, and do the like scheduling a with this is ridiculous. It's so hard. But the though. scheduling, this, this is what it's, that's what kills this one. Getting four guys with three weeks in between, you know, to to schedule something, it's nearly impossible. Um, and you you end up playing like tonight, like on Monday afternoon at four forty squeeze it in before the sun goes down. It's, uh, it's kind of brutal. <clears throat> when it, when else you, it was nice out tonight though. I was, I, dude, I was out there. I was like, this is freaking great. No, that it was, I was, it so, was great. I, you know, left the office a little bit early played. It was fine. You know, I got, got a little catch up work. I'm sure that I'll be working on later here tonight or whatever, but, um, you know, I, I, I like that format because you're, you're with, with, you're with one of your buddies, you're grinding, you're helping each other read putts. Um, you know, I, I, I to me that that's, that's one of the best formats is good partner match, I, match play for ball. And I, and I think your, your brother-in-law was a great partner for you, Michael, who's been on the podcast. Yeah. Great guy. I think he's a great partner for you because he listens to everything you say. Yeah, I give him some direction, and then on top of that, he gets some pops, which helps me. <laughs> What's his handicap? He's like, uh, I think he's like at an eleven right now. So maybe a twelve. His swing look better. I'm, I'm Dude, he's, he's, swing, been, uh, he's we, been taking lessons. Did he tell you? I know. It, yes, he did, and his swing looked better. He beat me in the uh, par three simulator I heard, tournament. I heard he shot uh, minus one. <laughs> That's pretty solid. That's pretty good in the sim. In the sim, um, is he? He's playing in the member guest. He is. He's playing in the member guest. So that'll be he's good. Playing. All right. Well, hey, let's move on. Let's move on. So it's actually not the member guest. We have our member member uh, tournament coming up this weekend. Oh, yeah. So I I've never played it. You've played in the member member a couple times. Um, the last two years, correct? Yes. Yeah, I have not. Yeah, I mean. It yeah, should I mean, be you're... it should be the best event at the club, in my opinion, and it, and I hope we get I hope we get something out of this. Well, we need, dude. Okay, here's we're gonna just sorry we're gonna be a little selfish on the podcast a little bit. We, me, and you need to see if we can do something with setting up a a um, Calcutta or some type of like good betting for the second day. So. Everybody goes on plays the first day, and then we get a bunch of guys, a group together, to to buy teams. Yeah, and and if we if we can manage that, because our club's new and it's it's difficult to to get that started. But once it does, like I saw it, like in my last club, it, it's awesome. You buy the teams, and what's great about the member member versus the member guest is that everybody know everybody has a a little bit of an idea yeah, of who they're members. Yeah, exactly. So the gambling 
is is more fun. So, you know, I'm going to task you. <laughs> task me to uh, to come up with the Our wives are out of town, dude. We got to yeah. do it. We got to get the, we have to do it. So we just need to get the email. You think, you think uh, we can get maybe an email list? I don't, I don't know, but I, I mean, there's going to be the, the dinner, um, I think Friday night with the group. So I think, you know, it could be an opportunity to, to grab the mic. Oh, dude, you're going to step up and grab the mic. <laughs> you, it's going to happen. You're going to be like, look, you're not obligated to bet, but we're going to start. You can buy your team for a hundred bucks. Here's, you know, how you win. And, you know, the winner tomorrow could walk away with three grand. Something. Yep. I don't know. Just make it just interesting. Yep. So, you All know, right. let's just have like, let's just have like a top, like the money placement, I think is like, we'll go like what, five places. Yeah. The be- well, right. there's going to be, I think, I think there's, I don't know how many flights we have. There's 50 teams. Uh, my guess is there's probably going to be five there might be five flights then would be my guess. There might be five flights and then they're doing a, uh, you know, like a, a shoot off or shoot out or whatever you want to call it after that with the flight winners. So I'm going, I'm going to reach out. I'm going to copy you on a text tomorrow to our pro. So just be, yeah. just, we can, we'll, we'll talk about that off air, but I like it. I'm going to copy you on a text. So, and then you're well, going to be in. You're get you. You have the auctioneer type voice. I could probably pull something off. I'm a color man. Like, <laughs> but you need to. Harry, you need Harry, to, color you man. Need, you you need to be the auctioneer. Like seriously, like you'll be auctioning it off. So we yeah. deviated here, but we're talking about how to get the member member better in the format. How do I? I love it. I think it's the best. It should be the best event of the entire club because I, I think so. everybody knows each other. It should be a great time. Yeah. You know, you can really get some the, gambling going together. A $40 skins pot doesn't get me excited. Like a, huh. a badass Calcutta could. Yeah. What if you get, yeah. What if you want three grand? That wouldn't hurt my feelings. So kind of like uh, I won 17 hundo at the craps table a couple weeks ago. Ooh, yeah. That was good. A little deviation here. Yeah. A little extra. Um, You're gambling, well, man. I'm looking forward to it. We got a little Pine- alternate, a Pinehurst alternate shot on Friday, and then just a four-man best ball on Saturday, and then the flight winners do play in some, uh, um, so um, shootout or whatever. I no, I, I to me that kind of event is a great uh, type of event. Um, I, I think the member guests are usually similar type of formatting, and that's fine too. But I, to me, like you were saying, you know, it's guys kind of know other guys games um it can make gambling a little bit more fun i think you can loosen up um hanging out with just the members and it makes for a fun a fun event i love it, um, I love it. dude yeah you should I'm be telling good. You, you have the auction if, if people are listening just i guarantee they would attest that you have the auctioneer type voice so I've I've never done any. But you're type not of gonna like. You, you don't have to be like. Hey, but whatever they, they go real fast. You just you just need to be able to talk, and be able yeah. to like pronounce it well. And oh, and, it, and then you okay, need can, to be able try. to get people to buy in. Well, yeah, I don't think that'll be hard. Um, I think if we get um, try to get some buzz going around it, and like you said, send the text to to pro, Kyle Kyle Kramer. Pro, not Kyle Kramer, not pro, but Kyle Kramer, pro. Kyle Kramer, and, uh, we'll not Kyle do. Kramer, not pro. Uh, that just crushes, no. it crushes Marvel Lights <laughs> and Marvel Lights like a chip. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, all right, so all right, so let's go. Back. So then there's let's move on to our other uh, favorite events. Um, I played in a uh, single day member guest, which is kind of a nice afternoon, like on a Wednesday or Thursday. Always makes for a good a good outing. Uh, it was just a, a two man best ball. Um, they also had a lowest um, member and they had a lowest guest, and I was able to successfully win the lowest guest 
uh, category a couple weeks ago out at the Woodland. So that was fun. Um, been playing some good golf, John. I have not shot in the 80s since uh, April. We've actually both been playing good golf. You've been playing excellent golf as well. I when you had one round in the eighties, maybe what a few weeks it's ago, been, a couple weeks it's ago, it's been like probably early but, May or something. Okay, so you had a really good June. Um, we've both had a good good stretch here. Um, so it's kind of kind of I mean, uh, how many, it's been kind uh, of fun. Out of your posts, um, I, I'm, are you like 10, 12 rounds in with no? Um, no ladies golf. There's probably I think I've got eight. I think like my last eight rounds are all counting toward my handicap. That I've it's got crazy. twelve straight rounds that are uh, below eighty. Well, which it's is nuts, that's a, that's a positive. I mean, I I think it's a good it's a good trend. It You're is. trending at I mean, one nine. I'm not. I'm not CPG massaging my handicap. I can tell you that. So yeah, if you throw in a bad score, you're gonna post um, it, and it'll happen. It's gonna happen. Uh, it, but it, it won't count for anything. That that's the thing is that like I've got like my last eight rounds, seven or eight rounds have all counted um, toward my handicap because I'm just I'm having a good season. So no back issues. It's been good. Um, I like the single day, but going back to the single day member guests, I like that because it is just like a one day, knock, take a half day from work, play a little competitive golf with a buddy. Um, I do like that format. I, I, I do like two man baseball type thing. I'm a fan too. Um, Have you done the one day member guest yeah. here at our club? It's a good. Yeah, I did that. Oh, we uh, did this year. Yeah, with, we were uh, with Mr. You. Durham. Yeah, we, yeah, we played together. It was fun. So you know, I like it because it's. It's not like a huge commitment over two days. We actually and both stuff played like, like garbage. You know? um, so, yeah. Um, how about uh, then let's talk about, because I played in, in a 30-day period from the end of May to, you know, almost the end of June. I played in four golf charity scrambles. Four. I have no idea how I ended up getting committed to that many freaking golf scrambles. And they all happen to be dude, in the month. Dude, of if I go, if I go get, if that I go was dumb. Theory, though. Like we think that golf scrambles make us play like complete shit. Well, you're right. We, and we had that conversation at the beginning of the season, how we were only going to commit to one. I'm not playing. Another and one. I end up, I end up playing in four. I don't think I have any of the rest of the season. Thank God. Um, I played in one, uh, but I yeah, in playing in four. Now you, with you, you, that's the only one I played in. Yeah. Well, we played for muscular yeah. dystrophy, which was good. Um, I played for the apartment association, you know, the, the political action committee charity or stuff. I played in the, uh, the Carmel Fisher's chamber of commerce, uh, fundraiser, you know, scramble. And I played in the, uh, AC, uh teachers what is it uh teachers treasures um outing which was really that was good he raised over two hundred thousand dollars for teachers treasures which was awesome um and that that's for helping all the uh indianapolis public schools first with get uh, school supplies so that's cool um but anyway yeah so i mean four charity scrambles in uh one month that was brutal that was just plain brutal. Hey, you know what though? Right. It goes. It got, go, got it done. It goes against though uh, the theory that we had. You thought it'd yeah, make I, a big I've shit been golf. Just find golf around it. Yep. Dude, um, I think. Yeah. Look, so, I think you're, the the simulator that you've been hitting on has helped you a lot. Yeah, a lot. Oh, it's helped me with my driver for well, sure. Well, because but look, you're. Yep. You're, I think it's helped me with my driver. Because there's, like, there's, I didn't hit one. But there's no other club. Really bad drive there's today. There's no other club um, in your bag. I, I mean, I hit, like, one squirrely out to the right. So, hey, we're back. Um, little uh, technical difficulties. What the hell were we just talking about? We were talking about uh, scrambles and how our games that really haven't been impacted by it. Right there at the end, though, we were talking about what I broke my train of thought. So, um 
Well, here at my conclusion on. Well, you were talking Instagram. about the sim. You were talking about the simulator and how it's in, it's improved. No, because no, you know, no, hundred percent. Because you used to lose six, seven shots around eight, maybe from your driving the ball like a dickhead. So, but when you hit your wedges bad or you hit a couple bad putts, you don't lose that many shots for that. That's like one or two. Yeah, yeah. That, big, I, difference. I, I, big difference. Big difference. I have somewhat eliminated the the penalty stroke uh, like double boat like almost very few double bogeys this year so and that's been my, a huge positive my driver is not um as good as it's been i'm, I'm my length is longer than i've ever been but my irons and like wedges they're incredible so it's 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 been a trade-off and i'll take it and then my putting it's been night and day dude your putting is stupid better the claw the claw i didn't claw i didn't putt like overly well today even though i hit that about a 15 footer for eagle today but it wasn't like it wasn't incredible though i had a three putt yeah when's the last time you had a three putt when's the last Uh, time you had a Last time I had a three putt. You, I haven't seen you three putt for a long time. See, I had two, three bogeys today. I had a, a bogey on. I was off the green on 18. I used my putter. Does that count as a three putt? No. Because <laughs> I was off the green and I used my putter. Um, and then I didn't get up and down on my other bogey. That didn't really matter. So, how, how no, far I, are you off the how far were you in on your 18? Uh, I had 66 yards. <laughs> you hit the shit out of that. That's I did. I, I bombed that one on 18, yeah. Um, I was like – I was almost so far up the hill I couldn't see the pin. You um, were serious as a heart attack going into 18. I mean, on number one before you went out. Oh, yeah. You and, were serious. I was like – I had I had 59 yards in on number one, and I uh, hit it over the green. It was awesome, and bogey bogeyed number one. Lost the hole. Lost the hole. No, actually he bogeyed it too because he missed the green and didn't get up and down either. So, I lucky I didn't lose the hole. I should have t- I should have gone one up right there, and then he stakes one to about eight feet on number two and misses it. Thank God. But anyway, you had you you had a you had a good golfer today that didn't play probably his A game. He played. I think he shot like eighty three, eighty four, and he's like a. I think he he's a ten out there. Got seven strokes on me, so, um, you know he shot. Yeah, he shot a little bit worse than his handicap. He could have easily beat me. Um, I was only one up at the turn, I think. So. Anyway, he's a good go- he's a good golfer. I was talking to Josh about him. He said he's solid. If he says he oh, gets any bit of hot, you're beat. That was the thing. He, His putter, he didn't make one putt today. Nothing. Like didn't even hit the hole. And yeah. I think it, I think he got a little flustered at that that nothing was going down because he actually has a really good short game. Doesn't necessarily hit the ball real long, but has a really good short game for a, for a ten. And other than he couldn't putt, like, but he got, he made some great chips. And I was like, dude, I don't see a lot of 10 handicaps making chips like that. But anyway, um, back to, uh, so we were talking about scrambles. We were talking about, okay, so um, the last, well, at least the last golf format I will touch on um, uh, will be the club championship. And the way our club does this is not my favorite. Um, it's a three day event. It's too much. So 54 holes over three days. Um, it's, uh, it's a lot of golf. It's straight, it's just stroke play, no handicap. Um, but they, he does it in two groups. You can do a gold tee group and a blue tee group. Supposedly the gold tee group is more of the true club champion but if you play from the blue tees and it's elective so it's not by handicap Dude, you, you choose what more, group you no, want no, i mean no 
Mark, I don't know. The club, the club champion is the the gold. Is I mean, the there's gold no, que- no, no question. Yeah. Zero, zero question. Yeah, that's true. Because you know what? Anybody who wins best- the blue, they they try to give them shit to go up and play the gold. And especially at our golf course. I mean, the our golf course. If you play from the blues versus the gold, it is a totally different ball game. Oh yeah. There's not a lot of guys that typically play the blues that can step back and be as competitive. No, the guy that did it, you know, when we played with him the last day, like he couldn't. No, he couldn't hang. Couldn't hang. And and there's some good guys that I think are really, they're solid players. There might be some older guys that just don't hit it as far as maybe they used to. And, and that's the reason they're still a blue tee group, but you know, um, it's all good. It's all good. I think it's it's a fun event. It's just I think it's long and um, uh, it's three. Yeah, having it over three days is a challenge. But I don't know. Every, everybody's got to do it. I like some of these um, ones that at other clubs though, where they do like a you qualify or you play in, and then it turns into like a match play type of thing. match play. Yeah, I man, I think there could be a little bit more of a format, fun but, format you know what's, doing that. But. You know what's what's cool about that? You know what they kind of like old school clubs. They format it off the uh, the 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 AM, the USAM. Yeah, well, they so they also flight. Most clubs flight those as well, so that like you can win your flight against other members, or or you can qualify for a, your qualifier puts you into a flight. And then you go into match play in your flight and you can essentially win your flight for the season long or the not season long, the, uh, the club championship. And I think that's cool. You know, you, if you qualified for the championship flight, you have a chance to be the club champion in the championship flight. That's great. But if you qualify for the essentially like the, what would be like the blue tee group or something like that? Fine. That's fine too. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Um, you can even have the qualifier all from the blue tees and then have a uh, championship flight, first flight, second flight, all play from the golds in the match play stuff. And then any flight below that play from the blues or whatever. I, it doesn't matter. I, like I, there's just, there's more interesting stuff I think you can do now that that does spread that type of play over e- like a whole week almost versus it being three days. But um, right. A couple week, couple weekends, probably. The problem with like our club is that is that we have a lot of young. The average age of our club is like forty three. Yep, that's that's insanely young for a private golf club. Yep. So having three days of full round golf that take at least five hours because people grind over everything, <laughs> it's tough. It's just tough. Yeah. So, well, because we all have got, or at least most of us have families and young kids and stuff and wives that are just not going to be happy about you blowing out for, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for five, six hours. It's just not a, it's, it's, it's very kind of our wives to like allow us to do that. But, and some guys don't, and some guys don't even play in it because of the format. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless okay. you. I, I don't, I mean, it's not even – I don't need to think about that. Like you said, hey, well, the wives let us play in quotation. And <laughs> Derm, Derm, if you're listening right now, he would – He would uh, He would chastise he me would, for that comment probably. But. Yeah, because it was terrible. Yeah. Um, but I, I love playing three rounds of golf, and usually I play my best round on the third round. But Well, yeah, because you're out of it and you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I beat your ass every year in the club championship. You have. I've last hey last year I was on the injured reserve in defense. You know what you are. You know what, and I and I actually, and I'm not gonna like say hey, you know you're a big pussy because I've had sciatica nerve issues this year. Yeah, it's bad. It sucks. No, nah, man. When you can't when you can't shift your weight to your left side because you basically can't feel your left foot, it's not healthy. So. Um, I'm hanging off. I'm hanging on on everything, just trying to flip my wrist to put it back into play and not block it out to the right. It was, it was an interesting few months of golf, and somehow I won all these match play trophies last year, which was stupid. 
playing through all that. But I think that mainly because of my partner and the fact that a couple of these singles guys that I played against just choked, just straight well, think, up choked. I think you just somehow you made it through like a certain port, but you like at the end of the year, you were feeling okay. I was feeling better by uh, yeah September October. It was rough. Feeling- it was it was rough all the way. It was rough basically June through August. I had about ninety days. That was really challenging. Did you ever cry or anything? No, because I knew what it was. Because it was the same injury that I had had before. So I knew. I just basically I've got the inversion table and um I. Uh, just kind of, you know, did that in Advil. And I mean, if you remember, even when we went to the Ryder Cup, I was I was on the tail end of it, still it being bad. And sitting on that plane over to Paris was like, that was kind of rough. So, but you went up there and almost tried to negotiate with someone in first class, let you lay down. <laughs> yeah, I probably should have done that, but I did not. I did not. Well, that was, uh, I mean, I, I think, you know, everybody's kind of in the middle of stuff, obviously just going out and playing like we uh, have lately too. Um, it's not really a format for playing in the summer, but I love the late night summer nines. Um, uh, here, at least in Indiana, the sun ha- doesn't even like go down until like 930. Um, so it's been great. We've been able to, you know, feed feed the family and get out and play nine, which has been awesome. Um, John and I also had an opportunity to play the uh, Culver Military Academy has a, a really cool nine-hole course um, up in Culver, Indiana. Um, recently, uh, it was awesome. a lot of fun. And I know uh, Shane Bacon played that when he was up in South Bend covering the uh, U.S. Senior. Uh, um, Bacon played yeah, at Culver? Played so him, him and the, the, uh, the uh, fried egg guys played it. So – um yeah well, did they talk uh, about i think fried egg was going to do a podcast on it or they were taking po- pictures and stuff like that because they you know they do like golf course design type uh blogs and stuff like that so um that's pretty cool um i know they they were kind of soliciting what are some great places to play and i saw that somebody threw that one out so it was cool to see that they played it and then you and i got to play it last week which was fun and um, just a fun little track. I mean, it's got some challenging holes. It's not little. No, no well, the greens aren't. The it's greens neat. are ginormous. But it's not that no, short. It wasn't. There were some long par fours. I think because there were we played like what four par threes, um, it made it feel like we whipped around there pretty quick. But um, good times and a couple short par fives too. It was fun. I loved it. It was a. Um... You like? Did you? Were you the one telling me history about it? Um, about how it was originally supposed to be a twenty-seven hole resort? No, that must have been Kissling. So our our buddy Jim, our neighbor, um, we were hanging out with him up uh, in Culver this weekend, and he went to the summer camp for I don't know eight summers or however many years he did, and it's a six-week camp and. They play golf and you learn how to sail and all sorts of kind of stuff. It's kind of a badass camp. But you know what? He knew a whole lot about the history. It wasn't Kissling. Actually, I think it was your oh, Johnny or Michael. So one of the two. So we were sitting out there and talking about it. They said like a is supposed to be plotted as a 27 hole. Interesting. Oh, and then the war and then um, the war resort. hit and they stopped after nine. Yep. Yep. And, it, and yeah, that's what happened to it. And then they were supposed to like make it some. Who originally designed uh, it? Was the um, crap? I mean, I'll tell you in a minute. Um, don't worry about it. It was look. It's it's in northern Indiana in like a very awesome topography. That's close to a yep. lake. Um, it's Lang it's Langford really cool. and Moreau. Yeah. yeah, well, we had fun. Good times. I beat Mark. I beat Mark. So that's all. Yeah, but I, I had played it the um, day before and shot one under. So I wasn't. I know there. you weren't there, but Johnny shot one under uh, with us. 
it's the first time Johnny's beat you I'm, and I. That may be the first time, time I've ever, ever seen Johnny ever. shoot under par. So that was pretty impressive. And you know what? He wasn't hitting no. it like super wasn't. far. It wasn't he was, Johnny. It wasn't dude, he was Johnny. playing with my like old Mizunos and his old Titleist driver. It was crazy. I don't know. He he wasn't swinging out of his shoes. I don't think because of that, which was which was a better I'm telling you, man. If he would take any coaching and he would actually practice, he could be. He could be decent. Like, actually, well, I mean, he'd be much better than he is now. I don't know if he'll ever get that putting back, unless he steals that zebra and putts with that thing. I've got an old zebra putter up at the the lake that he was uh, borrowing, and he drained everything with it, everything. It was awesome. That's that's good. All right, with that, John John and I are going to do a review. Um, we both have because we're I'm gonna separate. Do, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a hazy. I'm gonna do a so hazy. John's Jane. got the hazy Jane. Who's that now? Who's that? Who brews that? It's an English brewing company called like. Do you have your? Can you look it up? Oh boy. Um, hazy Jane. I can't, I know we've looked it up. Brew brew dog. It's a, it's a, yeah, brew dog. All right, so that's by BrewDog, and yes, they're based out of uh, the UK, um, uh, but they, I think they brew it here, like in Ohio or something like that, so they have like a USA uh, brewery. It's, in, it's, it's a New England style IPA. Yeah. It's, it's um, I don't, Mark knows me. Like in regards to my beer taste, it's like he knows I hate, I hate IPAs. I've never liked them, but this is the first one that I could go back to and like I enjoy. And the reason I'm saying usually we're trying new beers on air, but you know I drank this, so I have it on tap. Yep. So I'm not full. I'm not on draft. Good stuff. So I, I on draft. What do you do? So what I are you gonna an IPA as well. Now this is a. Um, War it's pig? war pig, but it, they did it in collab. It's, it says here a bright and juicy war pigs IPA, forged in collaboration between Three Floyds and McKellar. So Three Floyds, we've we've reviewed a ton of Three Floyds beers um, uh, that we've some that we've liked, some we haven't, um, and some we think are overrated. And but I I'm not familiar with McKellar. We may have to do some homework and find something from McKellar. Um, Who the hell? I don't know. We've done a war pig, three Floyd's, I think combo before. And I'd have to go back into the archives of one. I feel like we, uh, we tried one of theirs or they did a collaboration. Um, It's, it is a bright and juicy uh, IPA. It's got uh, some citrus in here. Um, It's uh, (laughs) I would, it's, it's actually not too, um, like hoppy bitter. So and I, I should pour it into a glass to be a good color here. Hold on just a second. Um, okay. I'm going to take a drink of, cause I've got it in my glass already. The, the hazy Jane is a beautiful colored beer. Very golden. Mark's seen it, it before. It, it's a little fuzzy though, right? It's got the little haze to it, which has become a real, Little it's haze. become a real popular trend it, with the IPA scene is to do that kind of like almost cloudy looking beer, right? But New England style is more like an easy drink. So, you know, when I, so I took, I'm taking a drink. Very smooth. It's yeah. not like most IPAs that to me that I feel like you're chewing on a cigarette <laughs> in the back of your throat. It, it, it really, it's just a good drinking beer. So this, it's not something you want to drink a lot of, though. It's still the same way. You don't want to drink a lot of IPAs. You drink a lot of IPAs, you might as well just drink Grand Legacy all night. <laughs> oh man, it's on sale this week, two for one. Um, that's good stuff, though. Uh, we actually should do that as a sampling one of these days. 
or or oh, we should not. or not. Um, so the lazu right, it's it's definitely uh, it's more of like the golden kind of color. There is there it might be a little bit of a cloudiness to that, but um, it's uh it's got some like I said, it's got some citrus to it. I I think I could do one of these, and that's about it. I can do like two of these hazy jades. I've got on tap. I really enjoy them. You just can't drink them in. They're, first of all, they're like seven and a half percent yeah, alcohol. Yeah, you, you might, you might yeah, die. You're just... Yeah, no, you won't die. You... <laughs> you can handle, you can handle quite a bit. You're okay, but it's no Canadian Superior. <laughs> it's no Grand Lake. <laughs> no, it's a very, it's it's, a, it's no it's, Steve. It's a very. <laughs> Have we ever have we ever very... Steve on the show? I don't know if we have. I don't think we have. Uh, Are you serious? Yeah, I don't think we've ever actually given the the Beechwood aged Steve a review, but I'm pretty sure most people know what that tastes like. Well, next next episode, let's give a full A B Imbev like taste test. Oh, so we, you know we how need we to find some Michelob, Michelob or Michelob light. Okay, okay, you know what. Okay, the Michelob light that they make now is the Michelob light golden. That's terrible. I've never had it. It can't be. It can't Have be. You good. had it. I saw a Michelob light no. amber. So Derek, you know yeah. Derek, who works with me, um, he um, he said he had a Michelob golden light this mm-hmm. weekend. He said it was excellent. He said it was excellent. Well, maybe what we should do some homework on is yes, we'll do some A. Maybe we'll collect some AB product, and and we'll compare and contrast um, some different A. We'll do some samplings of some AB product. We should do a sampling live from the. Uh, the well, that'd be fun if we can make a trip, yes, to St. Louis and do that too, but. Um, that's a plans for another day. Well, with that, Mr. Falkenberg, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, everybody appreciate you listening in, go out there, uh, hit more greens, hit more fairways as well. Uh, I, we want to add that in there. Go ahead out there, hit more greens, hit more fairways, and score better. See ya. Pass out. See ya. Wake up. Fade it. Fade it. Thank you.